Most of the time, he talks it out with the voices in his head. Other times, he gets an artist to answer his questions, and you get to listen to it here. Welcome to Toad's Tunes. I'm here today with Kimberly Dunn again. I'm here again. It's you, great. You are. My favorite thing about you, and you are 100% caffeine natural. Yes, natural. You don't even have to have coffee. No. No coffee. No coffee. Well, I'm having a black tea right now. High in caffeine? It's like, I mean, it's got minimal caffeine. Do you need it for reals? No, no, no. Well, actually, today I woke up a little sleepy because on the we drove here from Texas. It was a 20-hour drive from Austin. And being in the bus is just very tiring. Right. You know? And But it was fun. And, and I fell asleep. I didn't even come in and hang out when we got here. So I was Last just, night? Yeah, I know. I was I was in bed. There ain't nothing wrong with that. There really isn't. Was it loud out there last night? No, it was like quiet. I, w- I felt... I, Did it smell good because our cook's back there? Really? Did, you didn't smell him last night? I didn't smell him. I love What time smells. did you guys get in? We got in around 11.30. Oh, he must have already been done then. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, man. It was so good. I love sleeping. Sleeping is one of my favorite things now. Sleeping <laughs> and eating. What does it rank up there with? Sleeping and eating are like your two? Sleeping, eating, watching reality TV. What's your favorite reality TV show? Oh, it's bad. It's, um, uh, I like Vanderpump Rules. Never heard of it? On Bravo. Mm. It's so good. What is it about? It's okay. So there are these people <laughs> and they are, um, their weight. So it started, it's like on their eighth season, but they started in their weight staff at a very popular Los Angeles restaurant called, um, Sir, S-U-R. Okay. Lounge, okay. And Vanderpump is Lisa Vanderpump. And she is, um, like the queen of LA Beverly Hills. Cause she owns her and her husband, Ken Todd owed a bunch of restaurants. Right. And so anyways, Lisa Vanderpump was on Beverly Hills housewives of Bravo. Right. And so then they did a spinoff show of her restaurant Vanderpump. And it's eight seasons in. Yeah. I and I've never heard of it. It's so good. Toad. It's so, it, it, well, it, it, it's not like good, like as in, you're going to be so inspired to be an incredible right. human. Just the drama. It's just like. Dude, it's a restaurant. So everybody's sleeping with everybody. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I was, I've only been a waitress at um, Hooters and at um, a Italian restaurant. And so at Hooters, there was drama, but not crazy because I was too young to get into the drama. Right. And then at the Italian restaurant, it was mostly kitchen staff drama and I couldn't speak Spanish. So I never really got into that drama. And an Italian restaurant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I worked at a couple restaurants in my day and, um. I used to cut meat for a living. Whoa. Seven years, my family opened up a, um, uh, a butcher place. So I learned how to cut some meat. And then I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. So I wanted to learn how to cook because I love to cook. And so I worked at a couple of restaurants. And the minute they found out I could cut meat, I was back cutting meat. I was on the prime rib station, every place I worked at. So I hated it. So it's just like, I just want to learn from a sous chef. I want to learn from a badass chef. And like, just, and I did. I learned some things. But literally, the minute they found out I could cut meat, I was back doing that again. And I never put it on my resume or my my job application. I just wanted to hide it all the time because... I want to when I when I retire I want to yeah. go back and work at like a Chili's or an Applebee's because number one I know I won't eat the food because I'm not a fan but number two <laughs> number two just go back and just be able to I don't give a fuck you know just be like uh, like pretend it's Dick's Last Resort where you can go in there and just be an asshole someone's like can I get a nice tea and I'm like in a minute oh yeah <laughs> wouldn't oh, that be yeah. fun listen here I cut some good meat okay? yeah I cut, that's, a, that's a talent it is that's a talent. a talent. I just watched a YouTube video on a guy cutting brisket because I was like, man, how did he? How do you get the brisket so perfectly? And and it really is an art to it cut is. brisket because there's like that fat on it, and you got to know like where the fat ends because you don't want to cut off all the fat. It's called a fat cap. That's what it's called. Yeah. A fat cap. Yeah. A fat cap. So yeah, like I'm I'm a big brisket eater. We played a festival. Um, well, we were supposed to play it. We only played 30 minutes, but it was with us. It was us, Tyler Farr, and Mark Chestnut. And, um, That's a fun show. Oh, it was going to be so fun, but it got rained out. Ah. So we only played 30 minutes of our set, but um, got to hang out with the Tyler Farr guys. They were super nice. And then Mark Chestnut's guys were cool. And um, But the, the brisket there in Spring Grove, Minnesota. Spring Grove, Minnesota. Best brisket I've ever had in my life. Called smoked? It was smoked. Yeah. Fats Barbecue. Fat Pat's Barbecue. And it, it was... Did you meet Pat? I did. Was he fat? He is fat. Fat with a P-H-A-T. All right. Boy! But that's the way you're supposed to like get good food from the people that eat their own food. I know it. I know I it. Think. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody you, trusts me in my cooking. When you come to Vegas, do you go to like In-N-Out Burger or anything like that? Um. Okay. So, no. I've only been to In-N-Out Burger once, and that was in Texas, and it was a letdown. And somebody told me I have to get it here or in California, right. and it's the same. Yeah. And then um, when I come here, uh, like 
later today I'm going to Pretty Kitty. It's a waxing place. And then I'm also <laughs> like, well, this is this is country AF radio. I feel like I can talk about the Pretty Kitty. You, you can talk. It is. Wow. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Okay. So <laughs> I am queen of TMI. Um, queen. Uh, so yes, I'm going there. And then I always go to Whole Foods because right. it's, it's right around the corner. It's right around the corner. And it's my favorite stop. I went and uh, got some breakfast for the band today because it's uh, my guitar player, Jake's 39th birthday today. Absolutely. Absolutely badass. Yeah, and he doesn't. You didn't. Even, you would never know. The guy right. is so cool. Yeah, I just had a birthday. Did you? Yeah. Happy birthday. May nineteenth was my birthday. May nineteenth. Yes. We should celebrate. No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done celebrating. I'm too old for that stuff. Oh, I love too it. Too old. I'm older than your guitar player. How about that? No way. Way. I would. I would put you mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Heather will be happy about that. Yeah. But that yeah. doesn't work. No. No. That's awesome. We'll talk about that some other time. Yes. I'm not ashamed, but I'm just old. How about that? Not I, as old as that Chris guy downstairs, but... Oh, is Chris pretty old? Yeah. He's, he's like 54, dude. Oh, that's an age of yeah. old. It is. <laughs> just kidding. I'm fucked. Holy no, fucked. I'm joking. I'm I turned 30 last year. I'm turning 31 in August, and and I've just decided that you're as young as you feel. That's it. It's a true statement. Very, very, very true statement, because I don't feel my age, but that's, that's, that's a good thing, yeah, I think. I think so. Since you were here last time, the new Smoke Show, I believe it just had started. I yes. don't think your last visit here was part of that. No. No. Yeah. So the new Smoke Show is going crazy right now. Right? Yeah, it's awesome. I cut more songs for it, too. You did? Eight new songs. How about that? Are they all up? They're available? not out yet. Yeah, but they're coming out. So I, I know whose ass I'm kicking when we get out of this so I can yeah, get some more music. Go get them. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll send them all to you. You're really going to like a song called Something to Talk About. If you like Stand On It, you're yeah. going to love Something to love Talk About. Love Stand On It. Good song. Yeah. Yeah. So Something to Talk About, I wrote with a girl named... Um, Palmer Lee and Jason Lenning and Jason Lenning's a great a great uh, oh goodness he's a producer out of Nashville okay and um, my favorite thing is I'll go into a writing session with an like with a pretty fully developed idea and um, just like the, the melodies and the feel and I went in there and we wrote that song in like an hour and like had a demo done in an hour wow of something to talk about so it's really fun kind of stomp clappy rock and roll are you playing it tonight yep Cool. Yeah, we'll play it tonight. It's gonna be rock. It's gonna be fun. You're excited. I am. I'm real pumped. I always tell people that like it's funny the people that so there's some regulars that post online tonight. There's a lot of stuff going on in town tonight, and they're they're posting. Dylan Scott's playing in town tonight. Jordan oh. Davis is playing in town. Chris Jansen's playing in town. Oh my so I was telling your guys in your band that you should start late tonight because they'll all come over after. So yeah. it'll be dope. But they were posting. Should we go here or here? And then I always just jump right in and go or. And then there's Kimberly Dunn tonight. And 90% of the people that posted that would go back and be like, dude, we've seen her before. We love her, love really? her, love her. Yeah, oh you do. You are building a fan base here, which is a good thing. That makes me so happy. That's a good thing. If anyone can see her right now, she's bouncing. Oh. Up and down. I'm <laughs> super excited. Oh, we should do video, like vlogging in we will. interviews. We'll go ahead and grab some. Of that. You know what's funny is the majority of the time when I interview artists, one of the first questions that their publicist or tour manager asks is if there's video. Aww. And I always say no because nine times out of ten, they'll be like, yeah, we can't do it. Aww. Yeah, so it's kind of like, yeah. we'll, ha- we'll, we'll definitely have some fun totally, with it. Totally, totally. Yeah. Well, I like, you know, I, it's funny, like my, my, uh, my energy as I as I get older, I was always worried I was going to lose it, but it, it, it's still it's still going strong. I wish I could figure out a way to bottle it and sell it. And, Dude, and, can you imagine how rich you'd be? Oh my gosh, I could share me with the world, with the whole world. I know. Well, and that's why I don't give up on this career. You know, it's hard. It's it's hard as as any career goes and any passion. Like there's bumps and and hills and mountains to climb and you know mountains to fall off of and hills to fall off of. And dude, isn't isn't the old saying that if you get back up again? Yeah, yeah, you just got to get back up again. Yes, but that's like, that's where I'm like, you know, this year has been such an interesting year, like some crazy, I would never expect it to happen to my business, but it did. Right. And, you know, with personnel this time, like it's not my van breaking down. It's not anything like that. Thank goodness. Did you guys hit a bird last time you were coming in here? Jeremy McClellan hit an owl. An owl, that's right. (laughs) Dude, let's let's talk about let's let's, let's talk, talk about, about Jeremy McCall. <laughs> my boy Jeremy. How about that? Oh my gosh, I love that guy so much. Yeah, he's been trying to get back in here again. We just keep missing back and forth on what's going to work and what's not going to work. You're actually live right now. Oh, am I? Yes, you can tell everyone what your name is and that you're playing here tonight, right? Yes. Hey, y'all. My name's Kimberly Dunn, and I'm from Texas, and we're playing here tonight at Stony's Rocking Country, at like what? After all the other things are going on, we're gonna part. We're gonna be your after party. Yes, after party tonight. Yeah, after party tonight. Come hang out with me and my red hair. My band is rock and roll. We've got a new bass player. Right. And uh, he's awesome. He's actually from a rock band called Greatness and Tragedy, and they were you guys. 
He is an incredible singer. His name's Kirk Baxley. There's a Netflix thing coming out about him later Badass. called Baxley. Right. It's a it's a it's a movie about his life, and he's so cool. He's like, I can't believe he's in my band right now. That kind of cool. Really? Yeah. Like, how did you hook well, up with him? So I know him through the the my all oh, my whole band is in the rock world. Was in the rock world. Um, like my my husband Scott, he was in a band called Flawless Escape, and Flawless Escape toured with Flyleaf, Greatness and Tragedy, all the bands like there's like Blue October and then a like bunch them, of other yeah. bands. Right. Yeah. And so Kirk him and his band, they were all connected in my in Kirk's filling in for my bass player Pat Seals who was Flyleaf's bass player. Um, and so yeah, it's just really a, a small connected rock world in Texas. Sure. And they went off did big things and now, you know, they're playing country rock and roll with old Kimberly Dunn. You know what's funny is one of the, one of the artists that came through here, um, Granger Smith came through and he picked up a drummer and I want to say he he was in a punk band or something Dusty like Dusty Saxton, um, Evans Blue. Silly. Yeah. Silly. Silly yeah. drummer. I actually have video on my phone of that and I like freak out like because I just sat there and watched him. All my friends that are drummers I sent the video to and I'm like, dude, this dude is just badass. And He's then an um, American Young and Lewis Bryce just came through here and they've got a drummer um, He's an older guy, but you'd never guess his age. Never. And he killed it. Absolutely really? killed it. Yes. He was amazing, too. I love it. Yeah. I want to be... my. So Josh is from a, a couple rock bands, and that's funny. So Dusty Saxon's one of my good buddies, Granger's drummer. Right. I love those guys. We just played a show with... Um, a festival with them called Lone Star Jam in Austin on Saturday last week. Yep. And I always just try to like rock and roll as hard as I possibly can to impress them. It's <laughs> pretty funny. I also was the only girl on the bill, so I was just like, Rawr! like just trying to be my my like roary self, you know, like roar, like Katy Perry. You're gonna hear me roar, but country rock and roll of it. Right. Yeah. So it was awesome. But um, yeah. Anyway, uh. Kirk Baxley's in my band right now, and it's kind of weird and cool, and I can't wait for you to see him play. Dude, yeah, I'm, I can't wait to. I'm not going to be here tonight. You're not? No, I'm not. You're um, breaking my heart. I've been out of town the last quite a few weeks, and we've had some stuff go on. My, my dog just passed um, a couple weeks ago. I've been in my life 12 years, and this past weekend, Heather and I went to Laguna, dropped him off at the ocean, and got it. I got him his ashes and sprinkle them into the water. So we've been kind of like going nonstop and you um, need a break. Yeah, we need a break. And then we're, I'm supposed to, Chris is trying to get me to go out to CMA fest in a week. And I'm like, I, I'm, I need, I just need to slow down because oh there's gosh. just so much going on, so much movement. And then, um, we are going in July. We're going to go up to uh, 12 Utah for country fan fest. Oh. So we're going to go up and see that. It's, Rodney Atkins is the first night. Then the second night, I want to say, is like Brett Young and Cody Johnson. Then it's Luke Combs and uh, Randy Hauser the, the, the next night. And then they just built this whole thing underneath it. I've never been to it, so I yeah. think it'll be kind, kind of fun. And Oh, good for you. That's yeah. going to be a blast. I'm trying to take a break. And I know that i got to go back to Nashville in like two, three weeks again because um, we've got some other stuff that's going on business-wise. So I just need to slow down. And, I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... it. I, I feel that like it's so funny like I slow down when I go on the road right I've been non-stop for the last two months going back and forth to Nashville working on my next record writing and you guys live in Texas now mm -hmm. right yes but I split my like we don't even have a house we haven't had a house for two years where we got gifted land in Texas by my parents for Christmas how cool is that so cool so we're building one of those barn dominiums and uh barn is that do you buy it on like no i'm not kidding do so, you buy it on amazon no so what you do is you build like a basically a big old post frame structure right where's big metal building but you build it out to your spec so it's going to be like a shop for my bus and my band okay and then it'll also be a house all in one thing so that's really cool um but yeah so i we almost bought a house in nashville because i'm just there so often. i remember the last time that we talked about that yeah, it's it's such a hard. Scott said something to me about going in with you guys on on the deal because we we travel there enough that I don't want to say that it probably could a lot us, but it probably could. The re the reality is we probably could get a place there or rent a place there. We just got another office there at the RCA building. Yay. We have one downtown in Music Row and we have one in Hermitage. Yes. Um. So I mean, we go there enough, but that's um, awesome. I I actually Heather and I just bought um. Some we bought half acre house on it, and we're we're looking to put a garage, a metal garage in the back. So I don't know. I want a place to store my boat, yes. <laughs> that sort of thing. But I don't know what a 
A bar dominium? Yeah. So, okay, there are And a above it, you live it. You live in it, right? Yeah, you yeah. can live above. So what we're going to do is it's going to be a 40... The, the main structure is 40 by 60. Okay. And you cut that structure in half um, long ways, like hot dog. Yep. Hot dog ways. Hot dog, yeah. Is it a hamburger? So you got a 60 foot by 20 foot garage space that we can oh, pull sweet. the bus and trailer through. Right, and just leave it. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And then we're going to build two other little boxes that are going to be on the livable side. So it'll be two stories and uh, a pull th- through for the bus um and it'll have a, a studio inside it'll have like nice just a whole house that'll be everything that we need and it'll be in the country so we'll, it'll be slower pace which is good for us when we get home it's just you know a detach bit more. yeah have you seen i asked on amazon because someone sent me a link the other day that they you can build a house on amazon that's i don't know a thousand square feet 800 square feet for like six seven grand really yes and they just ship it to you and you put it together that sounds fabulous yeah it's a bedroom a kitchen and a bathroom i think maybe like a little livable space and that's about it they're tiny but the i mean i'm i'm all in for that yeah. honestly like the smaller the better the homier the better i can't do big things right like my bus is great and I love how like it's it's a big bus and I and I'm proud of it but man it's just so big I I, I pack better when I was in the sprinter <laughs> right. that sprinter life is a little bit different though isn't it yeah oh my gosh um I, are you familiar with the Peterson brothers no oh, heard of them they but are so not, talented okay so but they're like young ones they're bass player uh drummer brothers and I ran into them in sound at soundcheck in Austin while we were rehearsing for this tour and I was like oh my gosh it's nice to see you guys and you know met them but they were stuffing all of their equipment in the back of a sprinter like having to oh, lift shit. it up and right. push it in there and I was like man I've been there and I and I was telling them, I was like they should we should put Kings of Tetris on our on our freaking job description that's right. for musicians because Tetrising huge big equipment yeah in vans like that is such a back and then they ride like this yes <laughs> all the- we've had a few bands that have come through like that uh, Carter Winters group comes through in a sprinter but they finally got a trailer a little trailer the box trailer that they tow the stuff with so it makes makes it a lot easier for sure it does it does it, it's so funny like the more things that you get that just add that extra level of convenience every time you get it it's just like a, when gratefulness hot, yeah yes. you come in from a hot day of working on the ranch to a AC building it's just like <gasps> I can breathe when are you going to start re- releasing all your new music um so we released sugar rush which is kind of like the fun upbeat I love my fan song um <clears throat> excuse me earlier this year she totally burped. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Dude, I should have brought my my LaCroix. I could have like had a burping on country. So, no, AF. no, dude. Okay. I can go get one. No, I mean like I'll do actually I'll just how I'll, I'll I'll do it when I when I you're have, ready. Yeah. Well, no because Sometimes I can't do it on command and it'll be very embarrassing for me. Like I'll drink a thing of, of bubble water and then I'll try to give you all the burps and then they just don't come because they're scared to come out because they're You're not super happy about them. They're afraid to be judged. Like <laughs> they're like, what if we're not good enough? And I'm like, you're good enough. You know, I'm having this conversation with myself. So you know, no, I'm here. I'm listening. To, I try I'm to listening. believe. I try to believe that I'm good, but it's just hard. Believing in yourself is the hardest thing to do, huh? It's not. For me, it's it not. is. No. Bullshit. I've seen you on a stage before. Get the hell out of here. Oh, I'm just being free. I'm just being me, man. That's it. So you're not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of anything. I'm not afraid what other people think of me, but I'm afraid of what I think of myself. Yeah. Not weird. I'm afraid. I'm not nice to me. Like, I need to be nicer to me. I'm you should. Not, you know, like, when you're... And I, and I know that it's cyclical, too. Like, if you're nice to yourself, you're nice to other people. And I try to love on myself as much as I can. But, like... I some, always tell the story. If you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. I know. It's true. I believe can't. that. And I love... I do love myself, but I need to be less hard on myself, especially in, like, times of growth. Like, right now, what I'm focusing on, on stage-wise, is less moving around and more executing my songs and the notes because that's important to me and I love putting on a full like happy medium exactly. don't take it away don't take it away exactly so I can't yeah. take it away I, I like I'd have to be chained my arms chained behind my back if I took away my live element of awesome surprise of right. energy but but I want to hit those notes and so that's what I'm working on right now and I'm trying not to be super hard on myself about it do you take your new music out on the road with you and play it for the crowds and see what the best response is and that kind of like dictates what you're going to release next yes that's what I'm doing now you're getting paid to um, what do they call it to do some R&D yes for your music yes I don't think it gets any better than that if you really think about it it really doesn't it doesn't and I was it was the flip-flop of that when I first started I recorded my songs 
put them on a record and then put them out right and then went and toured on them and it's the it's the best it's the best testing to go hang out with your your fans and new fans and just rock out and see who right see who's rocking with you exactly right exactly and those songs like stand on it um and then this new one something talk about something to talk about i I just I knew I had a feeling it would just be fun live and it is people freaking love it. Good. So, um, and then what's so crazy is the next song that's coming out. It's a it's a it's not it's not rock and roll. It's I mean it's rock and roll. It's kind of like it kind of sounds like something that could have been on Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour. Okay. Um, and also, um, gosh, I'm trying to think of the other band, but it's it's like disco slow country. It's called Distance Between. And when I wrote it, I hated it. And after I recorded it, I liked it again. And then we started playing it live, and people were like flabbergasted by it, which I never would have thought. And I was like, all right. In a good way? In a great way. Okay. And so people love it. It's like people's favorite song. Really? Yeah. And I would never expect somebody to like a slow song by me, ever. No, because you have so much energy. Yeah. You should learn how to sell the energy. And then you could just have so much money that you can just travel around in a jet, get off the plane, and. Yeah. That sort of thing. Sell that energy. Exactly. I love selling, you know, I like writing sad songs. And so it'd be really cool if I could sell the energy and then just be a sad sack on stage. A sap. sap. Listen, I'm going to need a couch up here. Yes. Because that's what I do now. And then you'd probably weigh like 340 pounds. Probably. I'd eat Thai food and Mm. I would eat, oh, I would eat all of the gluten. I would eat it all. If you guys go for Thai food tomorrow, go to a place called Archie's on Rainbow and 215. Archie's. Archie's. I'm done. So good. So good. Yummy. Yummy. What do you eat there? Curry or what do you? Um, I'm a I'm a big pad thai. I oh, know. Yeah, good pad thai there. Okay, yes. good. See, I love pad thai, and I like Tom Ka. Yeah. Tom Ka soup. soup. Yeah. Um, and then I like chicken satay. <laughs> so I get um um, uh, Penang. Oh, Penang. I get there. Dude, their Penang there is so. Ooh. Might have to like reach out. I might meet you up there. Please. Yeah, Heather. Uh, uh, I drag her there, and she always gets like um the fried rice like a combination fried rice because she likes that and yes. and I just every now and then I'm just craving the Penang just craving it Ooh, so good we are all my whole band we are all we love all kinds of kinds of equipment. that's got to be the fun of it when you guys go to a new town do you ask like the venue and the people at the venue like where's it cool to go to yes we went to an Indian place in Colorado Springs a couple weeks ago we right. were playing with the Swan Brothers and love those dudes dude <laughs> oh my gosh so nice they're my new fave they are um um uh, they came in here on the interview and it went way south because they started talking about shaving each other's backs and one of them put their initials <laughs> in the other one's back and I was like, well, I don't even know where this just went, but I'm cool with it, you know, because it's random yes. AF. Yes, random <laughs> AF <laughs> <Yes>. radio. <laughs> yeah, those dudes are, they're actually, they're going to be back here uh, in a couple months. We, oh, good. We, we like them, Zach and Colton. Yeah, yeah. We're yes. super stoked to have them back. Good. They're good people. But anyway, you were in Colorado Springs. Yeah, and we and we uh, we went to a gym. We were going to go work out and then we found out like we showed up like 30 minutes before they closed so we just like huffed it did our workout and then there was an Indian restaurant next door and we asked the lady at the gym we're like hey is that place any good she's like it's the best place right. in town Indian as in you ate with a with a knob bread or whatever yeah. yeah and they had fresh made chai oh. tea Ooh, that's all I drink I don't drink coffee I just drink tea, chai tea every every morning. Oh my gosh, it good. was so good. Really? They made me one um, that was dairy free, so I didn't have like the milk. I in drink it. soy, yeah, yeah, and it was. I had that before. I had like three sips before the show, and then like the whole the rest of it after the show. It was the t- the best thing. Like such a hug inside my body. Oh, good. I loved it. I like it. Yeah, I love it. Okay, so let's go back. Eight songs. Eight songs. Sorry. Eight songs. Do you put those all out? Are you ever going to do an album again? Or I mean, what's the what's so the goal for, with that? For the eight new songs, we're putting them out as singles this year. Okay. Just straight up. And then when you're done, what are you going to do? Are you going to put it together as one? I could. Yeah, I, I could put it together as one and then sell that. Sure. Like on like as a as a physical, but I I won't ever put it together online as like a here's this part of the record New Smoke Show Part 2 right Um, because we have New Smoke Show and that's got what like 15 songs on it and then we've got um, these new singles that are kind of like the second version of that just because I wanted to have new more music right and now I'm working on so we're going to release those eight tunes throughout now and the rest of the year Um, there's all kinds of fun songs on there like songs about our van breakdowns called Rock Bottom Pawn Shop Um, I actually wrote that song here in Vegas on my way you're welcome. Yeah, that's the last <laughs> time we were here. I wrote a song called Rock Bottom Pawn Shop. Um, and then uh, we I got something to talk about. I've got a song that I wrote after Scott and I's wedding because we got married in October. Congrats. Year. Thanks. Yep. It's so fun. Um, and you know what's hilarious is he had uh, food poisoning on our wedding day. And then I got sick and we were both like ill the whole time, like 
from wedding to the end of our honeymoon. <laughs> wow. Where'd you guys go for your honeymoon? We just went to Colorado, yeah. hung out and chilled in his parents' condo uh, in Cresta Butte. So this, because we didn't really have a lot of money and I think this year, anything we make, we just put it back into the project. As you should. Yeah, it's yeah. our baby. Um, but this year, I think we're actually going to take a vacation in um, in late to mid-August for my birthday and do something just where it's just the two of us. Is there a place you want to go to? I want to go to Mexico. I want to go to Puta Canda or Putania or... Burrito. Burrito. Mm, like, I have no interest in going to Mexico. Never have. Really? Nope. I just want to go because it's cheap and the beaches look nice. They do. I'll, I'll agree with you. What are What's a good beach place that you could recommend to me? Uh, I'm bougie AF. Just ask my girl. I want to go to Turks and Caicos. What is that? Tell me uh, all about that. I want to go there. It is um, off the coast of Florida. Okay. It's one of the small islands out there. Um... I follow them on Instagram. They have a, a, a thing called Wake to Wake. I, I just got into wake surfing. I absolutely love it. It's freedom for me. It's my, um, it's my, it's my zen. It's my happy place. Oh, it's just really, and we're actually going Sunday morning, so I'm super excited. So we bought a boat. Uh, we surf. Um, I found this thing online about Turks and Caicos because I follow this guy. His name is Austin Keen, who's just a badass wake surfer. But he goes there all the time. Well, I start to see all these things where these people are wake surfing. The water and the beach. Okay, the water's that that color blue. Ooh. It's beautiful. The beaches are all white. Um, um, but they have all these videos of these people surfing and the dolphins there come up in the wake and they, they cruise the wake while you're surfing. How cool. Dude, it's like, like to me, I told Heather, I'm like, man, I want to go there for, for my birthday. And she goes, no, let's say that for when we get married. I'm like, uh, I want to go now. I like go today. Now. <laughs> I want it now. Daddy. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> so, I mean, we just went to Laguna this past weekend. It's beautiful down there. I mean, I, I like it there. I've just never had an interest in going to Mexico, but that's just me. But okay. I have all my friends are like, it's fucking beautiful. You have no idea. You can fly in. You never have to leave the location. It's beautiful. Everything's like blah, blah, blah. I'm just never. I'm the guy that probably go down there and get just had cocaine on him and I'd be in prison for the rest of my life in Mexico right. that's that's my biggest fear right so yeah. that happened the last time we were there and I don't want to go to a resort like that I just want to go something that's like very not a lot of people right just like as 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 like as uninhibited uh, inhabited as possible uh, I look a lot I I don't I went overseas there's certain places overseas I want to go to now I want to go to Ireland mm. for sure that's a place I've never been I just it's green it looks beautiful yeah. uh, it's not hot yeah. I, I hate the heat I don't know why I live in Vegas but <laughs> <laughs> just, it's a dry heat <laughs> it's a, I, so part of the reason why I'm not going to Nashville next week is because it's like 90 degrees and 90% humidity I have no interest in that oh, it's disgusting that. no you can't do any you walk out you take a shower why even put anything in your hair because you walk out and you're sweating again. I it's know. just it's nasty. And allergies there. I was there last week. Allergies there are crazy. I got some gnarly boogers from Nashville. <laughs> <laughs> I have <laughs> They're in my back pocket if you want to see them. <laughs> yeah, like it's so they were crazy. I yeah, and uh, it's 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 tough. Like that heat and humidity, yeah. that combo. It's like living in Houston, Texas. Houston, Texas is like that. Humidity is like super high. The heat is ridiculous, especially right. if you're in the middle of the city. I went to Nacogdoches yeah. once. Yeah. Did not like it. Nope. The bugs did not like me. I Actually, they loved me. They ate me apart, but yeah. not a fan. We have bull gnats down there yeah. that will just eat you alive. They're like the mosquitoes, like best friend. Right. They're like, hey, 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 man, where are you going? They're like, hey, we're going over here. That girl, she's outside again. We're yeah. going to go suck we're gonna on go her eat leg. That. Yes, her whole leg. <laughs> me, and my, me and my whole family. What, what's been your favorite experience so far with, with touring? Just like, let's say the last six months, like outside of Stonies, of course, but like, is there a certain place that you like to go to you feel like um, that, that, that they maybe get you there or that you can see the audience growing there or you just look forward to going and playing this particular place like mm. that you didn't expect to maybe it to evolve that way? Yeah. Outside uh, of Stonies, of course. Let me, you know what? Uh, yes, outside of here. I really love it here for sure because obviously for many reasons, the production, the people, the fan base growing and what you can actually see. Yep. Um, and this, that there's Country AF Radio here, that's really freaking cool. Um, this is such a unique moment and place in the whole world. We, uh, we keep being told that we have something different it's because great. we think about it a little bit different. This is this is a marketing arm for, for us. Mm -hmm. I just more cu curious to like if there's a place that you didn't, didn't see that you've been to oh, before yeah. that just turned out to be something more than... Yeah, for sure. There's a place in Aspen, Colorado okay. called the Silver City Saloon. And it's tiny. I mean, it's like... like double the size of this room not really it's like probably four eight times the size of this room but very small it's downstairs and it's in an old old building right and the stage is like it's not even really a stage it's a step <laughs> it's a step we step up onto the stage literally exactly but every the last 
we've played there three times now and every time we go the crowd gets bigger and they were there like it's, it's a vacation city like aspen's right. not like a not a lot of people live there i've snowboarded there you can't afford to live there what are you talking about it's so expensive <laughs> right. and yeah and i um I, I, I didn't know that I was going to love it, but I, I have fallen in love with that place. And every time you go, they're just super nice. The food is delicious. And the even though the show is so small, it like the or the room is so small, it just it fills up with people and more people every time that have seen us there before. Right. And it's just it's a like, good vibe. Yeah. It's just like from you to me, like fans, like Personal. interaction and the energy there. It's since it's a, such a small room. It's just like you can't escape it. Right. It's awesome. And I love it. Yeah. I went back to Nashville for CRS. Oh, yeah. And I ran into a bunch of radio friends who were back there. And they're all like, dude, you're going to come with us go see Garth Brooks and like Zach Brown Band? I'm like, no, I'm going to go see some new music like that. And they're, and one of the jokes was, hey, Garth is probably going to play a new song. And I was just like, haha, that's funny. No. So I went to the Basement East. I'd never been there before. Uh, Austin Jenks was playing. Mm-hmm. There was maybe 40 people in the room. And it's probably one of the better shows I've ever seen. Just because it, he literally was just sitting there shooting the shit, and he goes, "I'll be right back." Grabbed his guitar, went, sat down, started playing, and we were all just like, "Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess he's gonna go ahead and do this now." This is his show. Yeah, this is it. This is it. Yeah. But it was like super neat. And then I went from there over to Bluebird Cafe. Had never been there before. And Stephanie Quell was playing. It was like Mm -hmm. a girls' night thing, and um, they each went up and sang like three, four songs, and like that environment of how many people can fit in there they had tables set up in Bluebird I mean Mm -hmm. there couldn't have been more than 60 people in there exactly and I was like this is this to me is priceless so Mm -hmm. the idea of sitting in a room in Aspen which is probably badass in its own I've only been there I think twice I snowboarded there and uh, the town was you you just sit there and look around because everything's so beautiful there it is beautiful and you pop into there and they get to see you on 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 steroids (laughs) literally in your face I know it's got to be neat. It's, it's really neat. cool, and I love that. I like the I like the intimacy of it because yeah. on on other on sun stages, like especially festival season, like right now it's festivals, and and we're on these huge outdoor stages, and I want to like meet everyone in the room or in sure. the place, and it's hard to do that in big scenarios like that. Um, here it's easier because it's like you know you're everybody's inside, and you can gain get their attention and all that stuff, but. I love the intimacy. I love the stories. I love meeting people. Right. Um, I met a gal at our festival last week that we were playing, and she's a sheriff in Austin, Texas. Badass, like beautiful woman. And her daughter, who's 22, is a Navy SEAL. Oh, wow. And I like, and she sent me a message. Like, she was like, hey, I was putting together like a, a care package for my daughter. I would like to buy some of your stuff. I was like, you don't have to buy anything. What would you like? I'm going to so <laughs> give me an address. <laughs> yeah, give me an address. I'll send it to her. Like, let's take a picture. Let's, you know, let me know how I can connect with her. Right. Um, she saw, showed me some pictures of her daughter. Her name's Madison. And uh, the sheriff gal, her name was Belinda. And uh, I just like, she's telling me the story. And I was like, wow, like just tearing up because it's like, wow, you're such a strong woman right. raising another strong woman. And, and you're a cop. Yeah, and you're a cop. <laughs> and and it was just super cool. Anyways, it's hard to get that intimacy sometimes in shows. Um, but all that to be said, like, I just like to be out there and to, to meet people and to get to know them because that's the best part about it i love playing my songs but it's your product yeah. why wouldn't you connect my yeah. my the connection with people is my favorite i probably last a lot longer than just the show because people i always call it like if you can get something tangible out of a show it's it's a win we've had artists that have come through here that have been a certain way i'll take carter winner for starters i don't know if you know who that is yeah carter's been here a lot and um when he first started coming here he was I don't know if shy is the word, but he was super quiet and like kept to himself. Yeah. Very, very, very um, um, introvert. Very much so an introvert. The last few times he's been here, he's stepped out of his shell. We've done some fun things with meet, meet and greets and with the artists as he's grown his his following. And um, here, like his f- like fourth or fifth show here, we did a an early meet and greet where they got to eat dinner with him. So we set up these tables, had the food catered. He uh, 20 people won. They got to bring a friend and they got to see a little bit of a show and it was neat we just put a, a bar stool in the middle of the room and it was all girls and they were all just Aww. around him just like watch him and then he went over and ate and kind of like shot, shot the shit with him and then went about his business well we've watched him grow as a person from socially he was always big mm-hmm. but that didn't correlate to his show it didn't turn into his show because uh, he would always go in the back but now I watch him now he's in the crowd and he's singing a song and he's dancing with a girl and has the microphone I'm just like dude this is what it's about because that girl's going to go tell a hundred of her friends the next time you come here they're all going to want the same experience Yeah. and that's what I think that anytime you can 
touch someone that way, it's it's huge. Not just your music, but being able to be human. Yes. Oh my gosh. Because it's and, and especially and I talk about this a lot, especially because social media these days is such a highlight reel and yeah. it can be a highlight reel of of, you know, social influencers and regardless if you know it or not, if you are an artist and you have music out there that is inspiring somebody, you have become a social influencer. You have. Absolutely. And you have like it is personally, I have taken it upon myself like I have a duty to not show just the happy parts like no. I've got to show the struggle you have to I mean because you're human mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of uh, an artist that just came through here and didn't couldn't uh, t- Tony Jackson's one of them and I'm trying to think who else just came through we had this long conversation like dude I don't want to I see all these other people that, that you know they post pictures of the B&A carpet I'm like dude people want to know they care they care like they have no idea what you've gone through today they have no idea what the bus life is what the interview process is what setting up the stage and doing sound check what getting ready is or just going out and being you and going to Whole Foods and getting food like nobody they don't they don't see that, but that's something that people want to see. Yeah, they and want to see the real real. But dude, because you're not just an artist, you're still human. Exactly. Yeah, I met my girlfriend now over Brett Young. I booked him here. She wanted to meet him. We shot the shit. I asked her, do you want to go first or last? Before we ever started dating or anything, I really barely even knew her. And uh, she goes, I want to go first. She's standing in the back shaking before the meet and greet. I'm like, what is the matter with you? Like, you are legit like a little dog shaking. Like, what's going on? And she's like, I'm just nervous. I went, Why? He puts his pants on just like you do. And it changed her whole world because in that sense of having that understanding, because you don't see that now you do. Mm-hmm. Um, Austin Burke's an- another one. His wife, soon to be wife, has become more of um, a role in his everyday posts. Mm-hmm. Like he shares that to where before, I don't want to say it was unacceptable, but it just wasn't the norm. And now you've got yeah. stuff like Th- Thomas Rhett's of the world doing it where their wife is just as important as he is. That yeah. sort of thing. And Russell Dickerson's another one where yes. Kaylee's just this this monster of we are doing this together. There is no Russell without Kaylee and there is no Kaylee without Russell, which is, I mean, that should be goals for everybody when you have that opportunity to share their experiences. And You do. I, I, I mean, everyone as much as it sounds weird, they want to know everything you're doing. Yeah. And it's neat when you go and you meet them and they're like, do you remember yesterday when you were, and you're like looking at them going, oh yeah, I posted that on Instagram. (laughs) 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 Everybody seems to know everything. It's true. And I mean, that's, that's how you build a community. That's how you build togetherness. That's how you, that's how the world will become a more understanding place to share perspective. Sure. I think, I think sharing everyone's perspective, it's like, yeah, when I was growing up, I thought like Britney Spears lived like the life of of right. Lux, yeah. and, and I and she shaved her head. Yeah, and <laughs> you know, and I was like, wow, why would why would she do that, and all this other kind of stuff. And now you really look back, and you kind of, and I mean, just the little taste that I've had of of the crazy roller coaster that this is, right. And, in any scenario, I don't think it's just in the music industry. I think it's in every single, you know, if you're passionate about something, there are ups and downs and they are yeah. hard falls and hard highs. Like there, it's just, it's just the nature of the, of the beast of the world that we live in. And the, now I can see a little bit of why, like how easily it is that it can consume you Yeah, and, absolutely. and it'll spit you out. Either you can let it eat you alive or you can like fight with it and, and you can, you know, see the bright side every single time it's really hard we talk about vegas being that we've always said that for the longest time vegas can eat you up and spit you out because it's a market here that uh, it it's you, it's not what you know it's who you know and that's mm-hmm. what this town is based on and when i speaking of who when i learn about more and more and you start watching like the ray fulchers of the world we're talking about him and his connection to um luke combs mm-hmm. and you sit back and now you start to watch all these pieces come come together because when you watch both of their socials and you see the two together you get an understanding the guy like hardy how they're just the, the writers that they are and then you see stuff like josh Miranda, and I, I look at the stuff that and he's his struggle to get where he is isn't just as an artist but he's been writing forever yeah. and the songs that he's a part of and you sit back and now you get to watch it in a social world when you see oh these four guys are standing together for a reason you look at up down M- morgan wallen mm-hmm. cj solar Hardy uh, and one other guy wrote, wrote that song. Um, Morgan Wallen played here. CJ Seller opened for him. Mm-hmm. They had never met before. Wow. Until they were here. And I sit back and go, back then when that happened, I sat back and went, I just find that weird. But now I understand it because it's Nashville is one of those things that's so intertwined. Mm-hmm. Um, but now when you start to watch more socially, you get the, you get the idea like these guys, it's not just a right. You, these guys you write with are friends. They turn out to be friends. You start to hang out with them. And then you, my favorite thing about country music mm-hmm. is how you guys all champion each other oh my big gosh. time. It's, Me too. It's ridiculous. I know. No I... other genre does that. Does that. It doesn't happen in hip hop. doesn't happen in rock. <sighs> doesn't happen in punk. Everyone's fighting for to get above. But in this in this genre of music, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever seen anyone 
they've had their bad experiences. <laughs> but when a fellow artist makes it, dude, like I'm watching Austin Jenks put out an album today. I've seen it 20 different places of 20 other artists that have shared his album that just came out today. That is awesome. And that's what it, that's social. Yeah. Where else can you do that? Yeah. You, you have... I, I hope that country music is setting the precedent for just like the way it could be everywhere, right. everywhere in the whole wide world. And I really, my favorite part about it is like they're in Nashville. There's this um, Instagram account that I'm following. It's called change the convo. Okay. And it's about uh, like just about playing more women. Um, but then, but like Leslie Fram, who is the president of CMT, she's really a big advocate for it. Um, and then there's this gal named Lou Taylor, who is the head of TriStar management. Okay. And these women who are just like really like making some waves because I don't know way back in the day I don't I'm not familiar with what Nashville was 10 years ago because I wasn't in it right um, I'm I'm like newly introduced to Nashville and and from what I'm seeing I'm like I'm coming in into a time where it is like a very like comfortable pool of water of people that just want to hang out and have a good time right it's not it's it's not like frigid it's not too hot it's just like it feels more comfortable and what i have like experienced is that like i don't i get asked a lot of times like is it difficult being a female i'm like i don't know i really don't know right i don't know i've only been a girl number one i have nothing to compare it to and number two if it is i don't care because i see a lot of other people out there working just as hard as i am right. and having the same struggles yeah well female and male doesn't matter exactly yeah. female girls and guys both it and honestly if i were to like have an opinion about it. I think guys have to work harder because there's more of them doing it. Sure. I think. Yeah. Because it's like... Well, look at Brett Young. How old that dude is. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but just he's been doing this for so long. Granger too. And, yeah. And then they finally get their break. I mean, they're in it nine, ten years. Yeah. Before anything happens. Exactly. I'm I'm on my middle of my eighth year right, right. now. And I had a conversation with a guy. Um, he's like, a, he has nothing to do with the, uh, the entertainment industry. He's kind of, he made... He's made his billions. He's a very uh, rich guy in Nashville, but by selling like property and like hedge fund kind of guy. Right. And he told me we were having dinner um, at just some restaurant and I met him through some friends in Nashville. And he was like, so tell me what your goal is. Like, what's your what's your career goal? And I was like, well, if I were to like put it in my picture frame, like what I what I envision for myself is like a country Lady Gaga. Like that's. That's what I see for myself. Right. I don't know how I'm going to get there. And maybe I won't get there, but I'll get there in some form or fashion, my own whatever way. Right. And uh, and he was like, okay, so that's like what, you, what you're going for. And I was like, yes. And he said, okay, so how long have you been doing this? I was like, I'm in like my eighth year. And he's like, okay, so you have about two more years until if, if, if it doesn't go, you should probably pick a different profession. And I was like. No. My, my husband's sitting next to me. I know. And I was like. I don't know. And I was, I was a little like tipsy on wine and I just kind of like let it slip past me. And then that night my husband's like, don't let that get to you. And I was like, well, I, I'm kind of thinking about it. It's like, there's so many bands out there that they call it. Um, my friend Haley Witters, who's an incredible songwriter out of Nashville. She released this song called 10 year town. Yeah. It's called, and the punchline is 12 years in a 10 year town. Yeah. Talking about Nashville being there for 12 years and how they say it's going to take 10 years until you, you know, make it big. And honestly, it's the same thing about me having a goal at being 27 years old on the cover of Rolling Stone. That was three years ago. Right. I'm not on the co I wasn't on the cover of Rolling Stone. I'm 30 now. I thought I'd be way further than I was by now. But I'm. But I have my own bus. I have a kick-ass band. Yep. I'm having this incredible conversation with you. So it's it's like life isn't everything that you ever ever think it's gonna be. But um, you know, I you still have to have those goals. Dude, you, you always, I mean, you, you find success in different manners, exactly. like in, in, in different ways completely. I mean, I never yeah. thought that, um, I'm trying to think of how, how long I've been doing this with artists, like legit. We used to videotape and do songs, but never interview. And then it just started into like little interviews. And we're about a year into this right now. And I look at all the people that I sat down with and I go back and listen to the first one and go, damn, that guy was retarded as hell. But <laughs> I know, I know that feeling. <laughs> but it's all about growth, right? Yeah, it's like, all about growth. Now this becomes a thing where um, we were joking before where your PR chick sent me a thing and <laughs> was talking points. And as you get to know me, you'll know that the last thing I ever am is, is I never follow any kind of rules. Like my attitude is like, I want it to go where it's going to go because then it becomes something that I always sell it as this. If you want to get to know Kimberly Dunn the way I got to get to know her, go listen to the interview because it's not 
staged. It's not like pre anything. Like my idea is even the first time I sit down with you, mm-hmm. I just want to know who you are and where you're going to go with it. And I found the most success out of that of just being me. Yeah. And and having the fun with it. And I mean, now I've got this website up that people can go get an idea of what an artist is versus hey when's when's this where are you going to do this what about this what about you know the same questions that they're going to hear anywhere Mm -hmm. like i'm not that dude i'll never will be that dude and i hope that that like i told you before the only time i've ever kind of been nervous in interview was because of someone that's interviewing someone that's been with someone who's on every damn is in every city in every station but then i sit back and i go back and i i listen to what he talks about and how he is and it's just typical yeah. It's typical. And I'm, I'm the opposite of that. And I love that. And you know what's interesting? You are such a juxtaposition in this town because this town is so like, here's what, here is the Vegas. Like, yeah. Here's the strip. Here's what we want you to see. We don't want you to see behind this yes. door because yes. behind this door, like my first, and, and, but you are, you are, you, it, this is very organic. And I love that because that's the way it is. It's, it, it, uh, it's, it's real life. The end it of the is. day is. So there's a thing on the audience network um, um, where a guy by the name of Stryker sits down with bands and he interviews them and they play music and blah, blah, blah. But I watch him do this and this is the way he looks at the artists. So what is he looking at? There's a fucking teleprompter behind him that's pretty oh, much telling man. him what to say. And there's no, and I like listen to it and I'm just like, fuck man, this guy, someone, a producer sat down, researched this whole band, researched everything about them and then sat down and that's what he talked about. Some of it's cool, mm-hmm. but the reality of it is, is like people are never going to know that you're building a house on a piece of land that got gifted to you. And you guys are going to like, that's real life. They're going to see this on your Instagram story down the road. They're going to see, oh God, you know, they may have heard this interview or they'll go back to it and go, oh shit, you know, yeah. like they're real people. Yeah, totally. And that's what for me is like every artist put on their pants the same way. It doesn't matter whether in the band, whether the roadie, whether the sound guy does, they all do the same thing. Yeah. They all put their pants on. They all eat. You just eat a little bit different than the other ones do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and and we all and you know like and I'm so sorry about your about your doggy. That's okay. That's so hard. I my 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 dog Jackson. He's 11, and he got diagnosed with prostate cancer this year. Holy shit! And yeah, and I, um, and I really empathize with you because it's it's like the hardest thing. I did not want to leave him on this on this run, and we're gone for this is the longest run I'll be out with straight. It's just a little over two months that I'll be gone. Wow. And um, which is incredible for my career because. Dude, you're doing you're, it's we're doing it yes. like I'm so excited toad I'm freaking doing everything I ever wanted to do and not only that we're booking it you have a route agent. you have a route yeah funny you say that I was asking Scott last night if you guys played in um, Arizona and he said you didn't because you needed a day to get somewhere yeah. but that's what it's all about our goal here is like and then he said he was talking to someone about getting in moonshine like I want to we do a lot of stuff with moonshine as well oh. like we we we, we book with them. I told Scott that I put in a word. I actually have to give a call down there for another artist that we're tr- trying to get out here and try and work on some stuff and see. But that's our fun thing. I've done it with Austin Burke where he's playing here. He had Country Thunder. I'm like, dude, Thursday, let's see if we can get you a down at Beach or Flats. Friday, you play here. Then Saturday, you're at Thunder. Uh, and it worked out. It totally worked out. So it makes the trip worth it. It does. I mean, not that it's not a flight aid isn't worth it, but at the same time, it's I'd rather see you guys play three, four, five shows. Oh my gosh. That, yeah. and you're, you're such a unicorn. I love it. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> you're a unicorn. Oh, yeah. You're such a, well, actually, you're, there's a lot of unicorns in the world, but I love I love that. That's that's so amazing that you do that. Chris and I, like our, so when we came back three and a half, four years ago, he called me. I still did work with him. We both left the business for mm-hmm. a year, exactly one year, and called me. He's like, dude, meet me down there. Let's go do it our way. He came from um, a fan of music, um, I've done shows and had the fun and promoted and um, helped bands get deals and I just love this side of it all because the intimacy of getting to know you guys is mm-hmm. rare Yeah. because um, you don't you get to see it you get to hear it you get to like from somebody else and mm-hmm. for me it's kind of like I just I like to be organic and ask the questions that I want to ask off the cuff like let's just get to it yes. like, like and um, Chris and I we, we get along well when it comes to that kind of stuff like um we both have the same vision down, down the road. It's like our favorite thing is to go to Nashville. And I was going to get rid of the name Toad and go back to my real name um, three or four years ago. I've had it since 09. And we just decided, man, no, this could be something that you could just go with and it'll be fun. I think it's great. And, yeah. And it's, it's kind of like worked its way out. We go to Nashville and people know Chris because of his beard and they know me because of Toad. And it's kind of so like cool. this works for us. And Stoney's is we want to help the artists. We want to watch you grow. And the ultimate goal for us every single time, like our 10 year goal in this business is that the artists that we played with here mm-hmm. uh, and caught you at the beginning that you remember us. And in 10 years when you're selling out, when you, when you beat Eric Church's like sell out at uh, Nissan Stadium in Nashville, when you smoke t- Taylor Swift's and 
you come back and go, you know what? These guys were good to me. Oh yeah. And come back and be like, man, let's just go do a pop pop up show in let's in Vegas do it. at Stoney's. Like that's the and that's our goal. It's like we want to build this relationship and get to know you guys and hear the 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 bad things or if you had something bad here that can help us as a business to be better for an artist driven thing and mm-hmm. that's what it's about for us. That's so cool. This is this is such a neat opportunity and honestly, you know, just to uh, it's it's fun and it's great and I feel so lucky to know you guys and to be introduced to you guys through Jeremy and yeah. and Macomb I, over. Macomb <laughs> I was we were Macomb over. Yeah. And I I I'm very very lucky like and I and I say this every night on stage no matter how many people are at our shows we do the 5 or 5000 same show no matter right. how many people are in the room. Um, but that like when I first started playing uh, shows eight years ago with our band, we played this this club in the Fort Worth Stockyards called Filthy McNasties. And I'd it, like to be sitting in that room when they came up with that name. Oh my goodness! So Don is the owner, and Don's a sweet old guy, and he just talks real slow like this, and he's like, "Kimberly, if you need anything, you just let me know. Drink prices tonight are one dollar. If the if the uh, bar bonuses, I'll bonus you." And I was like, "Okay, Don." So, but anyway, all that to be said, we were playing three hour sets in a smoking environment. Wow. Like really tough gig, but I appreciated Don because I couldn't get a gig anywhere right. except for there. And I told Scott I was like, and, and Billy Bob's is is in the stockyards, right. it's like just down the streets, walking distance. And I told Scott I was like, when we can and we can come back and it it like if we're ever playing Billy Bob's, we should do a, like a clause with them and say, hey, we'll play your venue, but we are gonna do a meet and greet like something at, at Filthy McNasty's right. just to like pay homage to Don and the investment and the belief and like same thing here, like what you said, like I would absolutely do that. I can't wait to be Country Lady Gaga status right. and do a pop up with with Stoney's Rocking Country. I can't wait. Let's we plan that it. now. We would like <laughs> let's do it. You got two years according to your billionaire according friend. To that guy, right? Well, two years is like I mean. I mean, that's going to go by in such a flash type of feeling. It is. Uh, before you know it. I know. And that's what the coolest thing is. Is like, I feel like I just met you, but it's been like a year or two years. Long, yeah, it's been a year and a half. To, to, I'm trying to think of the first time you came here. You didn't come with Jeremy. You came on. Your, yeah, it was just us. Uh, yeah. I don't want to say you probably flew out for that show the first time. I don't think it was routed, was it? It was. We well, we we routed it, and we were in a in a makeshift Sprinter van with everything in the back of it. Okay. I was sick. I remember I had uh, I was just getting off the flu. And um, we did an interview then. Yeah, we didn't. Mm-mm. Nope. And then, nope. The, and then the next time I came in, we did an interview. Yeah, with yeah with Macomb. Yes, that was super fun. I love him so much. You're still a hipster. I know. <laughs> I, did you see? I'm wearing a Brixton hat right <laughs> you now. You are. You are. This you is are. again is my husband's. It's right. not mine. And I just oh well. Uh, is that his T-shirt or yours? This is my T-shirt, and I do know ACDC songs. Right. Um, I could tell you one right now. It's, Back in black. Uh, do they do Thunderstruck? Yeah. Okay, cool. Thunderstruck! <laughs> do they do? All right, well, we should probably get out of here so you could go do your sound um, sorry. Your soundtrack Did I keep thing. you too long? Not me, no. I'm more worried about, I'm surprised Scott hasn't written 40 times saying, we're good, we're good, we're good. Oh, well, I got my pretty kitty appointment in an hour and a half, <laughs> so we're good to go. You're so scaring me right now, but I love it. I love everything about you. Tell people where to find you online. Yes, yes. Okay, y'all can find me on KimberlyDunnMusic.com. Um, my blog is there, and I share all kinds of other cool stories about my golfing game because it's awesome. It's get, uh, do you wear your beanie when you golf? I don't wear my beanie. I wear my master's hat. So you lied. I Well, only if it's cold, I'll wear my beanie. <laughs> my Burton beanie. Not lied, but you know, that's what you said. I play golf. Is that a sport? That's yeah, what you said. Yeah, not for I, a Burton well, it beanie, is. it's not. Kind of, not really. Not for a, bean, uh, um, a Burton beanie, it's not. I know it's not. I know. I still don't know how to snowboard or ski. Um, yeah, so KimberlyDunnMusic.com. You can find all of my information there. Um, or if you guys want to check me out on Instagram, Kim Dunn Music is my Instagram handle. And then Kimberly Dunn Music on Facebook is there as well. And then, you know, all the music. But listen to me on Country AF Radio. All right, all right, all right. That's the end of this one. Go ahead, roll credits. Recorded by Toad. Produced by Toad. Booked by Toad. Voiced over by Toad. You know what? Toad would just like to go ahead and take this moment to thank you so that he doesn't have to go back and do his real job.